Almighty God, bless the reading and hearing of your word. Prepare us, Lord, that we may be like children eager to learn and grow in you, ready to understand your word for this day. As your scriptures are read, as your word is heard, let the utterances of our mouths and the meditations in our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, by your Holy Spirit and your Holy Church. And let God's people say, Amen. Our reading for today comes from Malachi, chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. See, I am sending my messenger to prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Indeed, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire, and like fuller's soap. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver, and he will purify the descendants of Levi and refine them like gold and silver until they present offerings to the Lord in righteousness. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasing to the Lord as in the days of old as in former years. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. As we continue in our Advent series, today we look at how we are children of God's righteousness. And we think about how we prepare for the coming of Christ as a child of righteousness. And one of the things I was reminded of is how often we take claim for things that we didn't really do. And sometimes we're a little too much like children in that respect. That when I think about the way that kids handle things, if they make something, that if you go and you're going to be making, you should have cut out the right shape and you get everything set up and you help show them how to color and you help show them how to write their name on it and you help them every step of the way and when they're done, they hold it up and they go, look what I made. And sometimes we do that a little too bit, too much with our own righteousness. We say, look at me and look at all the good I have done. Look at me and these things that I have accomplished. Forgetting that it was God that was there every step of the way going, no, no, don't go this way, go that way. No, don't do that. You're going to get yourself in trouble. That it's Christ every step of the way being there for us, reminding us of how we need to be doing good and guiding us to the good we can do. And often we get so caught up in wanting to exalt ourselves that we forget how we got to where we are. But I also started thinking about the way that kids are grateful. Grateful for everything that's given to them. Every night, without fail, when we sit down for dinner, my kids will look at me and they'll look at my wife and they'll go, oh, well, who made this? Well, who put this on my plate? Who set the table tonight? And after they get all their answers, then they begin to say thank you. They will say thank you to me. They'll say thank you to her. They will thank each other if they helped set the table and put things out. And they recognize 
All that went into them being able to have dinner. And it's that simple recognition that I started to think about when we think about being children of righteousness, that it's God that gives us the ability to be righteous, to be holy. That when we hear the words of the prophet today, talks about how we can't really refine ourselves. That we shouldn't even be able to withstand. That we shouldn't be able to stand up to that refining. That fire making us pure, making us holy. But we do. That we are made holy because we are washed clean in the blood of Christ. And we don't often think about his death when we think about his birth. But when we think about all that Christ is, we have to remember it because it's a part of the story. And we remember it because when we anticipate Christ coming into our lives, we anticipate his birth into this world. And we know that his birth leads to his death. But his death leads to his resurrection. And his resurrection leads to his presence in our lives this very day. And his presence in our lives this very day reminds us that he will come in final victory. When all is said and done, that he will be there to refine us once more. And I remember all of these things during Advent because too often we are prepared for the birth of Christ and we stop there. We say, I'm ready for his birth and that's good enough for me today. And we don't allow ourselves to remember his presence in our lives now. That presence going, keep going. You can do it. That presence reminding us when we say, I don't know that I can give anymore, that Christ is there to say, you can. And you should. And if you take my hand, I will lead you. It's that presence in our lives now that helps to remind us of why his birth was so important. That it was that event that we can look back to. That moment that we can say, here is where God decided we are worth saving. Here is where we can say that God decided he would give us a sign that we could be made holy. That we could be a child of righteousness. Even if we can't do it on our own. That he would get us there. That he would say, I will make you whole. Because I know that you're incomplete. I know that you have doubts. But it's when we have those doubts that Christ is there waiting for us to say, I get it. I understand. Because we know that there are doubts throughout people in the Bible. We know that Joseph had doubts about whether or not he could still be engaged and still get married to Mary. That God helped him through those doubts. 
We know the disciples had doubts as to whether they could follow Christ till the end. But he reminded them that they could and that there was so much more beyond his death. We are a people often so full of doubt that we forget that God knows that. And that God understands that. And yet he is still willing to help us along. He is still willing to help us get past those hurdles. That he never just leaves us alone and goes, well, you'll have to figure this out for yourself. Christ came into this world so that we could be saved. Not by our own doing, but by His. And because He saves us, He guides us, He leads us, and He still leads us forward. That He wasn't just born and then gone, but He is with us today. This very moment, that if we have doubts and worries, that He is there for us to say, look, take my hand, I'll show you the way. It's important that we remember all of these aspects of Christ. Because too often we get caught up in celebrating the birth and then we move on. And then we lament his death and we move on. And it's important to remember that he is with us. He is with us always. That he came to set us free. To free us from our doubts, to free us from our worries. But he can only do that when we turn to him with our doubts. And when we turn to him with our worries. That we turn to him to let him purify us. To burn away the confusion to wash away the guilt and shame, to free us from our own condemnation. To remind us that His love is for us. That He loves us knowing we have doubts. He loves us knowing we have confusion. He loves us knowing we have failings. Because he loves us knowing that when we accept that love, that we can be made whole. And that we can be made holy. As we light the candles, we bring light into this world. And remind each other of the light that Christ brings into our lives daily. We are reminded of the light that Christ brought to the world with his birth. And we are reminded of the light that he will bring in final victory, finally casting out all darkness. But I'm also reminded that as we light the candles, that we light them to recognize the light that he lights in us. But just as we have to recognize those candles as burning before us now, we have to recognize the light that shines within each and every one of us. We have to recognize that Christ is there to help us to be more than we ever could be alone. In this season, 
Let us remember all that God has done to get us to this very day. All that God is doing in our lives this very moment. And let us remember all that God has in store for us with the promises that He has made. Because we know the promises He has already kept. That we have no reason to doubt that He will not keep the rest. And let us remember all that Christ was, is, and will be as we remember all that He has done in this Advent season. Let us remember His love and His mercy. And let us remember that it is through Him that we are made whole. Amen. If you'll join me on page 890 for our prayer of confession and pardon. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit keep you in eternal life. Amen. And now as God's children reconciled and forgiven, let us receive an offering for God's table.